Hey everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, almost daily. Regular listeners know I joke about this, but uh, we make it as daily as possible. Uh, Still got three very young children. Many listeners would know that season of life when you're, um, you know, you're just chasing your kids around the place, you're uh, you're working and uh, all that sort of stuff. It's an interesting season of life, but uh, you know, God carries us through it. I think I was I was on a Zoom call yesterday to the wonderful Catholic uh, leaders at Elk Island in Canada, and I, I mentioned that uh, if I've learned one thing through this last couple of years of COVID and going back to the uh, even before that, even the major accident that I had back in uh, what was it, 2019, that uh, when you go through these difficult, challenging seasons of life, you really learn that you can uh, you got a few options. I think people choose despair. People choose cynicism, they get burned out. And there's also an option to realize that it's in these challenging seasons and times of life that we're invited to truly become more dependent on Christ. That's uh, that's the great message, isn't it? That's the gospel. If we were capable of saving ourselves and doing everything perfectly, then we wouldn't have a gospel. We'd have humanism. And if you've been paying attention, humanism is pretty much running the script. And sadly, it's running the script in a lot of Catholic schools, too. Um, I'm definitely not speaking about your Catholic school. I'm just speaking about some Catholic schools somewhere. That as we we lose that focus on Christ, as we lose that deep evangelistic, mission-based, Holy Spirit-led kind of uh, faith, then we collapse into humanism. A lot of positive sentiment, a lot of um, you know, psych- uh, psychology become comes to the forefront. There's a place for psychology, of course. There is, you know, we're integrated beings, aren't we? We have a spiritual self, we have a cognitive self, so psychology can be very useful. But I think we always have to be careful in our Catholic schools that we're not uh, falling back into some kind of positivism, some kind of uh, humanism. That really, what we are is people truly dependent on Christ. Remember when St. Peter said, You know, Lord, to whom shall we go? You know, you have the words of eternal life. Let's never forget that. That uh, there's definitely places where the Holy Spirit will lead us, you know, to improve our teaching, our leadership, our pastoral skills. But let's always remember that the ultimate well, the ultimate place of uh, sustenance, restoration, is the one and only Jesus Christ. Now, a couple of things just to encourage you in your journey as a Catholic educator or leader. Yesterday here in Australia was the uh, feast day of St. Martha. We have a bit of fun here with the kids each night. We let them know which feast days are happening. Uh, and it's great because you sort of get to encounter these incredible men and women that have become saints throughout the centuries. And if you've heard me speak on stage, you know, I always say that the Catholic Church, this is a little bit of Catholic trivia, the Catholic Church does not make saints. It doesn't create saints. It's a really interesting little uh, phraseology, little phrasing terminology. I just sort of conflated three words there. Uh, the Catholic Church recognizes saints. Don't you think that's an interesting nuance? That uh, that the Catholic Church recognizes saints. That it's not so much that uh, the Church has a committee and says, hey, this person was pretty reasonable. I mean, <laughs> that, that can't be the case, right? Because, for, for example, St. Augustine fathered illegitimate children. Um, we've got plenty of Catholic saints who've got very questionable pasts, so I don't think many of them would have got through a committee. But uh, what happens is that the the Church recognizes them, that uh, supernatural grace was given to them, and they and they responded to it. That's what a saint is, somebody who simply responds to grace. So yesterday we had St. Martha, who often gets a bad rap, of course, because while her sister was at the feet of Jesus, Martha was busy doing all the serving 
all the hard work and she, she says to Jesus, hey, can I get a little help here? And uh, I think it would have been a beautiful scene, right? And, uh, you know, often people use this in homilies, sort of going, well, we need to be much more like Mary and less like Martha. And I think what was really happening here is it's both, isn't it? Is that uh, it's this beautiful, rich gospel story where we see the need for activity and we see the need for contemplation. We see the need for prayer to sit receptively in the presence of Jesus, but also that action is a crucial part of the human journey, right? Doing stuff. So for a Catholic educator, what does this mean? It means that your day is filled with, or hopefully can be filled with these two realities, the reality of contemplation and action. You've probably heard of that term, contemplatives in action. People who are people of prayer, but then move out into action, so regular listeners know that my days normally start around 4 a.m. I've always been an early riser, but it's uh, with young kids, it's the time of day where I can get time for prayer and, and training and stuff. So, you know, my days, even just, I'm in the studio now, but uh, a few hours ago I had this, you know, beautiful time for prayer. And uh, it's just, it's a non-negotiable every single day. And that prayer then, I hope, leads me into all sorts of insane action throughout the day. It's so busy at the moment, like we're doing a lot of exciting things in our business, uh, reaching more and more Catholic educators. My wife Karen's doing some incredible stuff uh, with Catholic women. So, uh, you know, we're busy, right? Like, I know we all are, but um, I look at my life at the moment, I'm like, wow. I used to joke that I never understood retirement. I was just like, why would people retire? You know, why would you do that? Like... Now, I, I'm not saying I'm ever going to retire, but I, I could see the attraction, right? It's like you sort of go, wow, life's busy. So for me, it's this constant learning process that the action, the busyness, the intensity, I hope comes out of uh, you know the, the, the inspirations that come through prayer. I was reading a quote from Father Jacques Philippe yesterday, and he was really saying that, you know, this we, we need to have this attentiveness to the Holy Spirit because that's where you get inspirations. Inspirations are those things... And this is where you've got to develop an attuned spiritual sense over time because you get these little ideas, these little promptings. And those promptings kind of move you to do things or make calls or do this or do that. That's the spirit in action, right? So we want to be Mary and then that leads us to being Martha. Now, last thing, I'm really packing this episode today. We're at six minutes already, so I'm going to wrap up. Today's reading in the Divine Office, this is uh, from the Psalter, week one Friday morning prayer. It's a beautiful scripture from Ephesians. Listen to this. Do not use harmful words in talking. Use only helpful words, the kind that build up and provide what is needed so that what you say will do good to those who hear you. You know, you go back to the letter James, you know, talking about the tongue being like the rudder of a ship, you know, the small thing that steers such a, a big thing. And I, I guess... Uh, you know, Jesus's words that it isn't so much that what goes into a person, but what comes out of them, you know, how, what are the things that we say? And this beautiful quote from Ephesians that we really need to be using words that build up. I think this is really helpful for Catholic educators, you know, because sometimes if a school culture gets toxic, there can be infighting and politics and factions and gossip and all that stuff just destroys the community of a Catholic school. And, uh, you know, what, what I want to say is that look at this beautiful a scripture from Ephesians, language that builds up, words that builds up. And I think one of the most beautiful and powerful things you can do as a Catholic educator is what? Is the power to build up young people. Yes, we challenge at the appropriate time. Yes, we need to have good discipline so learning can happen. But the beautiful power to build up. 
you know, to use our language and even not just our students, but our colleagues, you know, to catch one of our fellow educators in doing something awesome and just to build them up and just to notice it and to say, wow, that was really impressive. Well done. So, my friends, there's a lot in that today. Let's be Martha and Mary and let's use the power of our language to build up our students, to build up our colleagues, to avoid the sort of tearing down, the, the carping criticism, the gossip, the slander that can just destroy a Christian community so quickly. So God bless you, everybody. Uh, last bit of housekeeping from me. Look, Karen, my wife, has released this phenomenal new resource for women and it's really extraordinary. And if you simply go to discovermygifts.com, discovermygifts.com, if you go there, it's going to take you through to, uh, she's put together a whole bunch of free stuff, which is just awesome for Catholic women. So if you're a Catholic man and there is a Catholic woman in your life, then maybe you go there and uh, and then pass that on to whoever that lady is, because it's a really beautiful resource and I'm very proud of her. And I think she does remarkable work. So go and check that out, discovermygifts.com. Keep us in your prayers. We're working really hard to support uh, Catholic education around the world. So, uh, oh yeah, I'm back on Twitter. Um, (laughs) Some of you know the story. I'm not a big fan. uh, I think it's a pretty divisive cultural tool, but I'm learning to try and just bring what I can through Twitter. So you can find me at JD Catholic, letter J, letter D, Catholic, at JD Catholic. Um, come give me a follow on Twitter and say hi. It's a pretty strong educational community there, so do that. And the last thing, please make sure you've subscribed to this podcast. God bless you, everybody. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and I'll have another message for you very soon.